Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Coming to you live in about fucking time we got to do it, Kerry. It's your boy, Steve-O. You can find me on Venmo at SMSMRT. Um, you can also find me on Twitter at Drunk Shy Sox Fan. And joining me, as always, the one, the only, arguably the most loved and hated person on White Sox <laughs> Twitter, Kerry, at that base by fan. Gary. What's, what's going on, Steve? It's been yeah, a while. It's been We've had a lot long. of a lot of shit going on just between the both of us. I mean, I will see you at my wedding in what three days? Three yeah, days? no, I, Four days? I I cannot believe that your wedding is right around the corner. Um, seriously, life has come at us fast in the past. It's been about six weeks since we uh, got yeah. on the microphone together and recorded an episode but i am really glad that we're finally able to do this our last episode i believe released may 10th yeah and you know what the best part is is when we released it i believe the Sox were still like three to four games out and you look at the mlb standings today and they're only four and a half games out again and still like 11 games under 500 so nothing's really changed at all. Literally nothing has changed (laughs) other than possibly my belief in the, in the idea that this team can, can pull it out their asses. Um, They, they seem to pull it out of their asses in this past series against the angels a little bit. They scored 20 runs in the last two days. I know. I know. It's kind of fucking crazy. I really didn't think they, they had it in them. And Tim had two, I mean, had two hits today. I mean, yeah, it's, I it's the Shaq meme. The I'm sorry I wasn't familiar with your game. That's yeah. how I feel about the Chicago White Sox offense after these last couple games. Um, I mean, they, they've been playing like teams that are good pretty well. I mean, they might not win them all, but they like are competitive until something dumb happens, right? No, 100%. 100%. I, um, I, what, give give me your your thoughts on on where this the, like the state of the White Sox. Okay. Yeah, we'll talk. But right, it's been six weeks. Right, it's been a month and a half. Right. right? Um, I think we already said it. <laughs> Things are the same. Nothing's changing. I mean, all that's changing is you know, um, for the bad, you have injuries galore, so right. nothing's really changed. I mean. Your your closer's gone. Um, <clears throat> who else is hurt? Uh, Mancata. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that man's returning. I don't know. Who knows? Your fifth starter's hurt, and he was actually pitching well. So you have some, you know, key injuries there. The good though is that Eloy Jimenez is playing baseball. He's actually just playing baseball, and he's when he hit- plays baseball, he hits the baseball. Yeah, and you just want to see him play. But Luis Robert. That guy's a fucking dog. Uh, Luis Robert is insane. He's um, insane. In- he is an absolute stud. I mean, he's yeah. showing what he's made of. He's showing why he was the number one or number two prospect in Major League Baseball. He's showing why he got. He was the top international signing of of his year. Um, yeah. yeah, and for good reason, right? I mean, yeah. the guy is is raking. Period. Like it's not just against lefties. It's not just you know in in clutch situations. It's not just at the beginning of the game or the end of the game. No, I mean I mean he is he's hitting, he's hitting the baseball well, and he's a lot more comfortable at the plate. You know he he's he's laying off more pitches outside of the zone. I know that was the yeah. big complaint with Luis in the past is that he's not able to lay off the pitches. 
that you know the the slider against you know a righty is up against him the slider it's breaking out of the zone yeah right it's the dirt yeah or or yeah exactly or or the lefty that's able to to bury one down and in on him right like yeah uh, and especially the outside pitches right that was always the complaint with Luis he's laying those off he's looking so much more comfortable um I don't think his walk rate has increased but no it's not going to when you're hitting the way you are so um, it's glad, uh, you know, I, I do have to acknowledge this. I'm very glad that there, we've got some comments here in the comment section. Um, really just, um, our guys, Chris and senior, uh, trolling us. Um, speaking of trolling, uh, a big middle finger to Jordan Miller here, <laughs> uh, for calling us, uh, slackers and hooligans here. And he, didn't he block you? He did. He still has me blocked. Um, so I would really appreciate in the one group chat. That must not be named. Um, if you could just go ask in there Brett, and say, "Ask Brett," I guarantee you he'll. I I ask Brett to to say that, say something yeah. to him. Okay, yeah. okay, I definitely will. I definitely will. Will you take Senor up on his offer there? By the way, <laughs> what a I'm... dumb fucking comment, man. I know. Not not Senor's comment. Exactly, and we got the legend Gabe in the comments. Gabe. Fucking love, love Gabe, love Gabe. All right, well, Carrie. Because we have so much baseball to catch up on and so little time, I'm not even going to try. What I am going to do is I'm going to ask you a series of would you rather questions. Are you ready for this? Sure. Let's, let's right. do it. I, well, I have not heard any of these. Exactly. Oh, I, I wouldn't expect you to. I, yeah. I, wanted to, I wanted to surprise you with this. Exactly. So um, my first question for you, Carrie, is about our manager of the Chicago White Sox. Um, as well as the owner of our Chicago White Sox. I'm keeping the GM out of it because I already know your feelings on him. <laughs> would you rather have Pedro Grafal manage this team for the next 10 years, or would you rather have Jerry own this team until he's 100? I would rather have Pedro, Pedro Grafal manage this team. Explain that one to me. Because I've seen plenty of teams make it to the World Series and win it with average to shitty shitty to average managers whereas if you don't have an owner that's bought in in this new era of baseball right uh you're never gonna win a world series if you don't spend money and you know do things the right way if you're gonna you know rebuild you actually have to buy good players not name like dallas fucking keichel you know like like superstars right so it doesn't always work out i mean the padres right now kind of a shit show right i mean but that's like one of and they made it to nlcs last year right right so um I, give me grafal managing all day over that motherfucker being our owner i can't stand him i i think that's yeah, the i wear a bull shirt <laughs> Fuck! Fuck! <laughs> right know? on brand. He's he's got you hooked. He, yeah. He, he's got you with the carrot, Carrie. That's what it is. Yeah. Um. I I think your answer is the right answer. I really want to bitch about Pedro Grafal. Um, do it. Let's do which, it. Which which I think <laughs> I'm going to get to in, in in my next question. Um. Are are we going to address yes. Senor's comment about your hatred? I I fucking hate that motherfucker. I he's the worst. The worst. Like look at Stephen, look at another, you know, one of us, Stephen Cohn, right? Yeah, probably the most Jewish last name there is. <laughs> goes out there and like tells his fans like, 
this sucks and I'm I'm with you and I I take blame for it even though the man has like the highest payroll so he shouldn't really be to blame it should be on their GM exactly you know? exactly yeah. right you're talking about an owner that has said to his GM go out there and spend the money build the best yeah, team that you possibly can it's the same right? thing like, go build the, the best possible team you can and obviously the Mets are underperforming in a pretty good division okay yeah now, a winnable division, though. Right. It is a winnable division outside of Atlanta. I think Atlanta's head and shoulders really above everybody else, but they, they should be in contention for a wild card spot, not sitting at 500 or below. Yeah. Right. Now, then you got Steve Cohn, who goes out, spends that money, get, gives trust to his GMs, says these guys know their stuff, and but then still takes ownership over it. As an owner, takes ownership over his team and the failures. It's fantastic. I you would never see that from Jerry Reinsdorf ever. Not a <laughs> no, fucking chance. No. I mean, lots, of, and there's a lot of other owners that are like that too. But at the same time, what happens with a Jerry team when he spends money and they don't prove themselves? He dips down the spending. Mm-hmm. What happens with Steve Cohen or AJ Preller when they fall short of the World Series? We're gonna spend more. Go money. for it. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And that's the problem too. Is Jerry is uh, you know in the you know not AL Central. What's funny, Steve, about that is like you see how upset Mets fans are. And I'm always and like one of my really good friends is a Mets fan. I mean, you'll meet this guy, you know, at, at my wedding and he's like a diehard. Right. And he's always just bitches about that. I'm like, dude, do you remember where you were like five years ago when you had uh, the Will Ponds owning your team? Right. Just another Jerry Reinsdorf. Like, let's not fucking forget where you came from. So like. I feel like the Sox, if they ever have someone that just comes in and just does what they're doing, th- like, I think they're going to know where to direct their attention. It's to, like, the GM. You know what I'm saying? Like, we all hate our – shout out Freak Fleming, exactly. He, Chris knows. Um, yeah. you, you know, Sox fans know this is Rick Hahn. You know, we all fucking know Jerry who he is, right? But, like, you know <laughs> – I can't even concentrate with Senor's comments, but uh, I don't know. I'm just saying, like, if we ever get a good owner like that, we won't have. I feel like we'll know where to direct our attention if we have a shitty team in a situation like the Mets. Yeah. So. Yeah. Absolutely agree with you. Yeah. These comments are fantastic. So, really big shout out to Chris and Senor for keeping us uh, entertained. And um, yes, don't get me started on Brandon <laughs> Nimmo. These colors don't run, baby. Um, <laughs> I can't believe I just said that on air. Um, <laughs> Carrie, my next one. Um, and maybe this is where I'll get into my Pedro Grifol bitch session. Would you rather have Lance Lynn off the starting rotation for all eternity? Or would you rather Tim Anderson bat no higher than seven until he figures it out? I think Tim Anderson. And I only say that because Tim Anderson plays more. and. You just saw Lance Lynn throw 16 strikeouts. I mean, the man, no matter what, you have to know when Lance Lynn's pitching now, he's letting up three to four. Yeah. Three to four runs per game. He might, he's going to go six, seven innings, but he's, he's definitely letting up three to four, no matter what. And that's a good game. There's no more Lance Lynn like yeah. six innings, no earned runs anymore. That's just out the out out of the equation. Right, right. I I would agree with you 
the the Tim Anderson factor has been awful. And I think, you know, as much as you can't measure this with metrics, you can't measure this with advanced statistics. I have to say that Tim Anderson needs a reality check, a big time reality check of, dude, you're out there on the field and you suck. You oh, suck offensively. Fielder. You suck. You suck defensively. You suck on the base paths. And on top of that, you got your own shit that's in the closet right now, right? I mean, that you're hiding. Yeah, but f- I know people want to harp on that shit, but you want know, people are gonna make their own what, decisions. Okay. Whatever. What? Who cares what he does on his own time? I mean, I don't care what he does on his own time. But are you gonna tell me right now that you don't think that the drama? has had an effect on the way that he plays. I do. I I, okay. I do. I do. I agree. I it definitely has. I mean he didn't he go on a pop he went out on a podcast and that's when people got like pissed off about uh Brian like being honest and stuff like that. But like I don't know. Yeah. No and, and I hear a lot of people are bringing up that TA might be injured. If that's the case they would have sat him. I mean, this is a dude that's under contract through through twenty four or through twenty five. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't be pressing him with how bad they're playing if he was actually seriously injured. Think about Yoan Mankata, right? Yeah. Signed signed through twenty five. They're benching him, and it's like an indefinite bench. It's like, oh yeah. He, what was Pedro Grafal's comment? He could be out two weeks. He could be out two months. At this point, he could be out two years. It's Matt Nagy. That's who Pedro Grafal is. It's not a bad comparison. Yeah, I mean, I, I get, I get. You know what? It's a little bit of Matt Nagy vibes, but there hasn't been any success. At least Matt Nagy came in first year and f- like just rolled with what yeah. he had, right? And had Tim Anderson season. It's really, it's really the uh, Jim, Jim, Jim Boylan. He's Jim, Jim Boylan. Boylan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. He's Jim fucking Boylan to me. Yeah. By the way, Tim Anderson is uh, worth negative one point two WAR. Negative one point two B WAR. That that's absurd. That's so bad. To let you know how bad that is, Phillies fans, and the 108 guys just talked about this on their show, Phillies fans are ragging on how bad Trey Turner is this year. Yeah. he's a. I think he has a 1.2 positive. <laughs> okay? Imagine if they had Tim Anderson at negative 1.2. And yes, I, maybe this is popping into the comments late, but yes, Chris and I totally agree. Reminds me of Jim Boylan, freaking Pedro Grafal. Yeah. yeah. Um, Yes, and I am so happy that Adam is in the comments with us as well, telling us that this is his favorite White Sox podcast and that he loves us. We love you too, Adam. Um, yes, there actually was another pod on tonight, Senor. You and I were both in the comment section. Um, Tim's sore testicles apparently is what he needs <laughs> recovery time for. Yeah. According to Senor. Oh, that's good. That's fucking hilarious. Um, yeah, I mean, dude thinks he's a superstar. And he is the furthest thing from a superstar. Right he's now, honestly, yeah. not even on. He's not even at replacement level. Yeah. So yeah, some people like to think that he's like fucking god still or something like that. Some you know, but he's not. He's not good this year. No, not even close. Um, mind you, too though, I do have to bitch quick about Crawford and Lancelot. Like the fact that he did I bring this up already? Or am I just too high right now? What? The fact that Pedro Grafal went out there after Lance Lynn's outing today and said he did an incredible job. <laughs> the dude gave up. Well, I got to look up that stat line. Was it six innings, five earned? I think so. Like, that's so 
fucking bad for a guy that got Cy Young votes two years ago. Less than two years ago, calendar days ago. Six innings, five earned. Six runs, innings, five walks. earned, two walks, <laughs> eight hits. His ERA was at 640 to start the game. It went up, folks. It went up to 647. Just so fucking bad. Sorry. And like they keep on trying to push it on the broadcast. This is how we started. And then, you know, since this, you know, time, then he got better, blah, blah, blah. It's like, just Whoa. he's not who he is anymore. Just shut up. Well, he had a string of really bad outings. Then he had a string of okay outings. Then he's been really hot or really cold. Like you yeah. get 16 strikeouts one game, but you suck ass the next, right? Yeah. Um, my next one for you is about your favorite human being on the entire earth. Rick Who Han. is it, Carrie? You Rick already Han. know it's Rick Hahn. Would you rather have Rick Hahn gone only to be replaced by Chris Getz or know that the next five years, next five seasons, the White Sox will be a bottom five team in the league? <laughs> I think it's a trick question. You want? Know let me add in the caveat that they'll be a bottom five team if you get to pick the GM. Bottom five team, five years, you get whatever GM you want. But then, or Rick Hahn gets replaced by Chris. Gatton. So you're saying like they would? Oh the, no, that the GM would start. A, you're saying the GM would start a new rebuild or something? No, they, I'm saying it's a trick question because Chris Getz is just more of the same with Rick Hahn and Kenny Williams. So like, you get that it's going to be the same shit, and then. So you think it. you think Kenny Williams is the bigger problem then? I think Kenny and Rick are just a product of. Jerry Reinsdorf and being look at look at Arturis on the Bulls too. It's the same shit with him now. All of a sudden, yeah. Same with Eversley. Whenever they talk, you're just like, this is all bullshit. You know, it's all bullshit. It's and and just stuck in you know mediocrity. So yeah, I don't know. I would rather not have gets and it's... just have somebody else come in and maybe tank for five years to be good. Like yeah. I think that's where it's at right now, right? Is it at the point where the White Sox just tank? How can you say that, though, like being four and a half games out? Like they could easily – I'm looking at their schedule. They play the Oakland A's the next three games. Okay. All right. That brings up my next one, Carrie. Yeah. You, you, this is a perfect segue. Would you rather the White Sox make the playoffs only to get blown – or only to possibly get blown out in the first round? Or completely implode, have a terrible stretch, and just rebuild the rebuild. Make the playoffs. I mean, I, I, uh, the White Sox don't make the playoffs often, so why not just make it and, and be happy? Anything can happen. Not saying anything would happen. Like you have Lancelin is your third starter out there, letting up like six runs in a playoff game. So and and I agree, Chris, with what you said. I, this this draft class is is decent. You know, I mean, they look the pitching looks pretty good, but I don't know. I've just historically the White Sox can't draft and develop people. They've only had like three guys on the top of my head the past like fifteen, ten to fifteen years that have been good that they've drafted and developed. Mm-hmm. So. Yep, and w- and one of them we were just ragging on for not exactly being a superstar. And yeah, and one's not even on the team game. anymore, and he's hurt. Yeah, right. And and the other one is also hurt, Chris Sale. 
Mm-hmm. Sal Rodon and Tim Anderson, those three guys, and now like, yeah, you know, so it's just I don't know. But and the and the only real question mark left is Andrew Vaughn, right? Yeah, he looks he looks okay. Right. I mean, this he's is not his third year by now. It's like okay, you, I think we know this is who he is by the end of the year. What he progressed from year one to year two, I really thought year two to year three he was going to be. I Same. thought we would be – the conversations we're having about the way Luis Roberts hitting, I thought we were going to have these conversations about mm-hmm. him this year. Yeah, I agree. Like, I thought we were going to get, like, solid Luis if he stays healthy. I, I, I know he has Amazing MVP, he MVP – Yeah, I know he has MVP potential in his future if Shohei Otani goes to the NL. Um, yeah. But this is – Especially hitting wise, this is much better than I thought Luis could. Now, what happens when Shohei's on the White Sox next year and him and Luis are together? Who wins the MVP? Oh, I like your thinking. No, there's no chance. There's Not a no fucking chance. Fucking chance. <laughs> Don't even. And you know what's funny is like they could afford it with the contracts coming off. They absolutely could. They absolutely Grandal and. Um, Lance Lynn, you can get rid of that contract. And, and this is, yeah, you know, that's it, like $36 million right there. You just give it yeah. to show. Hey, give him There's 40. some <laughs> really bad contracts that need to come off the books. Like as soon as possible. I mean, like if, if you think about it, Jerry loves saving his money, right? You get two for one, Jerry. Come yeah. on. We love, I fucking love two for one and we're the same people. We're, you know, exactly. Um, two for one yeah senior out here Romy and Cease for Shohei that's Easily. hilarious well um, I don't know that's cute someone did tell Rick Hahn about Romy in, <laughs> yeah, that's in right Romy Romy's gonna, a don't, real five tool player he said, he said don't trade that guy don't trade someone told that Rick Hahn that Rick Hahn said that in the uh, in spring training so I don't think they would do that trade <gasps> that's fucking hilarious now <laughs> did you see that um I can't remember who originally tweeted it, but it got bigger because, of course, uh, Chinese, Taiwanese uh, Twitter bot farm, um, <laughs> Shy Sox fan Mike commented or uh, quote tweeted it. Um, <laughs> are you what? laughing at what I just said? Yeah, what? <laughs> That's how he got all his followers. Oh, God. For, for his high school. Never mind. I'm not going there. Um, now. If it was Cease and Giolito for a top-tier guy. Who's a top-tier guy? I mean, we're not talking Shohei, but, I mean, we're talking what was, who was the original tweet. But why would that even be a thing? You, would you trade two arms for a really good bat? Well, of course, but like it just wouldn't be a thing though, because why would they do that? Why would the White Sox why do that? Why would any team do that? I mean, right. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I know what it was, and it's not top tier. It's possible top tier. This was what? actually from a Bleacher Report article. Oh, God. Baltimore sends Jackson oh. Holiday. I saw that. For Lucas Giolito, Dylan Cease, and Lenin Sosa. There's no way. Because Dylan Cease, with how much control he has left in his contract and how much money he makes, 
is netting two top fifty. Yeah, probably two top hundred prospects at least. At least hundred <laughs> percent. I think that's crazy. Because what? think about what Chris think about what Chris Sale got you. Both. He got Chris you. Chris Sale got you number one and number like forty something, right? Yeah, I'm saying two top hundred guys. They can easily get you two top hundred guys for Dylan Cease. I think Cease is worth one. I don't know. I I disagree. You think just Cease see- at the end of last year? Was. But Chris Sale only had like two years left on that deal. I think Cease has like three or four left. I think he signed till 2027. So you're convinced that the Dylan Cease that we saw last year is a lot closer to the Dylan Cease that we're seeing this year. Look what he's doing. His last like three, four games against some fucking good teams. I mean, we're still talking about a guy that has an over four ERA this year. And I'm not saying that ERA is the end all be all, but here. But just go through his go through okay, take away a, a shitty um May, okay, and in mm-hmm. April and this month he's got a two point two ERA and that's against Miami, Los Angeles Dodgers, the Rangers and the Angels. Those aren't bad. Those are all playoff caliber teams right now. With and and the other yeah. one was against Detroit, who he always dominates. But like, I don't know. 10 strikeouts, 9 strikeouts, 10, 9. I mean, he looks more like who he was last year. Fair enough. Fair Hello, enough. Jim. Yep. It's uh, good to have Beer Garden Jim, the actual Beer Garden Jim in the chat. Um, the Beer Garden Jim. The Beer Garden Jim. Oh, yeah. The um, other one's, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. The burner. The burner. Um, all right. If you, if you say so. I, think I don't know. I think if the White Sox were to offer Cease for Jackson Holiday straight up, I'd probably take it just because of the Tim Anderson we're starting to see as well. I think they need a, a key shortstop to really hone in on. But like... Then again, no, Yohan Moncada was the number one overall prospect too. That's what I'm saying, and you have Dylan Cease for four more years. Like, I don't know, you could you could do a lot with him you know you could try to go for it again or try to retool or something like that and you still have an ace on your on your team right right you have it looks like you have him and Kopech for the next few years together yeah part of me worries that Dylan Cease is not as good as who he was last year part of me still feels that <clears throat> I I I really do believe he's a really good pitcher I'm worrying he's not Cy Young quality, but but if it you could just look, be a bluff. If you look at his games, though, Steve, two bad games where he went four innings, six earned runs, five innings, seven earned runs. Everything yeah. else has been like relative four and under. He's he's yeah. been a pretty decent pitcher this year, and he's just starting now to get it going. Hey, I hope that it's a continued upward trajectory for sure. You know, you saw even him co- his first couple starts too. I mean, he was pretty oh, dominant. Yeah. I mean, that opening start against Houston, I was yeah, like, yeah. I mean, Sometimes I threw down my Cy Young bet this. that night. Um, yeah, I threw down my Cy <laughs> Young bet that night, uh, which That's isn't good. playing well. Um, yeah, DFA Cortez McAdams. I will agree with that. Um, you know, to even complain about the pitching staff though, 
is hard. And I think the only reason why I'm doing it is because they were just faced up against the Angels. They gave up quite a few runs, especially the last couple games, but they also scored so fucking much. This offense is just so bad, Kerry. That's why they're in the position they're in. Mm-hmm. The bullpen been pretty good this year outside of Raylo. Um Besides the first like month, they've been pretty good. Yeah. I mean, they've been really Santos good. Santos is a fucking beast. Gregory Santos is a beast. Keenan Middleton. Beast. I mean, yeah. what a freaking find. And you Keenan. know what? I wanted to bring that up. Yeah. How about how my child, my first child's middle name is going to be Keenan? Yeah. No, I want <laughs> I wanted to bring up that you you look at guys like Middleton and Santos. <laughs> I know where you're going with this one. <laughs> Why do you have to spend so much Why fucking money on a so bullpen, Rick? You know, Joe like Kelly. Joe Kelly. He's been decent this year. And Graveman, you know, he's been decent this year, actually. But like Yeah, Graveman's been good. You just look at you just look, he just makes him look stupid. It's like this money could have been spent on the Nick Castellanos's and the Schwarbers of the world where they're not yeah top of the market guys and they're getting 80 to 90 million dollars instead of a hundred. And you would rather have those guys right now than fucking, you know, a combination of Graveman and Kelly and even like Liam Hendricks, you know? So I don't know. A thousand percent. Yeah. It's just, you can't, if, if, unless you are spending like the New York Mets, which you know, as Rakan, you're not going to spend like the New York no. Mets. You're not going to spend like the Padres or the Yankees or the Dodgers yeah. of the world, right? You're, uh, you're deal. You got to budget smartly, and yeah. and, and you got to get guys out there that are going to play 150 plus games a year, mm-hmm. right? And that was the problem too. The White Sox bet on all these guys: Moncada, Eloy, Luis, and Luis has been fantastic this year, so it's no dick to him. Um. He's almost worth four war already. By the right, way. right. Um, Incredible. Moncada. I already said Moncada, right? Yeah, he's. he's he, I, I mean, know he's. That's Monty Grandall, even. Well, you got Grandall because you thought 2020, 21, right? 22 was he, like. He depreciated quickly. But that's what catchers do. And you. But Big when time. you signed him, you knew that. You said, okay. This is for like the first two and a half, three years, and then you know he's gonna fall off because he's a thirty-four-year-old catcher, and right. he, and it's happened. But you know you didn't. Yasmani Grandal, that that was your marquee signing as a hitter, and that was your problem to begin with, right? Like you supplement that with Machado, right, or somebody else, then that move looks even better because you know. Grandal wasn't having to bat fourth and fifth and, you know, worrying about him being healthy all the time. So, right. Exactly. We can go all day about that. Once but... again, it's guys that you shouldn't have bet everything on. Yeah. Right. That's the problem is, That's is the White Sox R- way. R- R- yeah. if everything goes well, if everyone stays healthy, <laughs> if everybody performs their best, you, you don't catch lightning in a bottle every 10 years. You catch lightning in a bottle every 88 years. Mm-hmm. And that's how long it took the White Sox to win a World Series. And it might be how long it takes the White Sox to win a World Series again if the same mentality happens. Yeah. So so on, on a note here, Carrie, as we kind of wrap this thing up because we're at a half hour. You tell him Beer Garden Gym, by the way. Invading privacy. It won't <laughs> end well. I don't even know half the shit anymore. Yeah, me either. Let's wrap up on this note. Why the hell are we still White Sox fans? 
you know, it's funny. I I brought my nephew to a game and he he's like, Uncle Kerry, you complain a lot about the team. Uh, why are you still a fan? And I'm like, you know, the kid that you flicked off, actually. Yeah, 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 Remember Liam. Him? My yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, my nephew, you flicked off, and I told him you were a teacher, and that teachers are bad outside of uh of school. Yeah, but absolutely. Um, he uh he's like, why are you still a fan? And I'm like, well, you're just kind of born in, into this shit, and for me, like leaving another team. <laughs> God damn it. Senior, so good. Another, another so one. Good. The PPP loan by the White Sox. For a taxi service. I need a PPP loan. Um, or as Billy would say, a PPE loan. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he's just like, Why are you still a fan? And I was like, dude, you're just born in this, and switching mm-hmm. to other teams is just wrong. It, it is, I'm sorry. Unless a team moves, you know, it's just wrong. Right. Right. I mean, like, so I'm always going to be a fan. And because I saw them win a World Series when I was 15, and I'm just like, I want, I want that feeling. It's like doing crack, right? I want that feeling, that first feeling back. Give me that, give me it again. So, absolutely. Absolutely. I think it's so hard for me to, here we go. I'm going to show my age again, Carrie. You know, I was only 10 years old when the White Sox won the World Series. Uh, yeah. A little different for you. I don't have like as much of an appreciation for it. Yeah. As you, unfortunately. Or any of the other old fucks that are in the chat right now bothering us, right? You know, I don't have that same type of appreciation. So it's very hard for me to like cling on to greatness and cling on to what was awesome. Like you clearly remember Frank Thomas's prime. 100%. I don't clearly remember Frank Thomas's prime. I was born in 1995, okay? Yeah. I caught like some decent years in the late 90s and... I don't know. He was pretty decent in the early 2000s, but like by the time I was really following the game, he was starting to fall off a cliff. It was about it was about number 14, right? It was about Pauly. Yeah. And, and Pauly too, you know, he that was my childhood too. So yeah. And <laughs> even even though these old dudes in the chat are making fun of me because I'm bald, you know, the, I didn't the, know I didn't even I know swear. you you could hardly notice it, by the oh, way. Oh no, it's not like glaring from the white that's on oh my I'm just here. saying this you can hardly you notice it. Yeah. Exactly. That's why what why tune into the podcast when you can watch this bald head live? So, I mean, that's where I'm at. It's like I'm I I have so little to hang on to, and part of me just wants to be like fuck it, but I'm not going to because I was born this way, I was raised this way, and there's just like so many good memories that I still. How have. I feel about the Bears because I wasn't alive. Right. Exactly. So, so but I'm still always a fan, but yeah. Right. Right. So I think that's that's the big thing for me. It's like I have so many great memories still tied to, you know, the ballpark and going with family and, and, and being a part of something that was that was that brought people together, you know? Yeah. And as although this team fucking sucks, Gary, I am so glad, first off, that my head apparently looks like seniors right not. Um <laughs> but I am so glad that that's this so that this team has done things like bring this podcast together and us doing this thing and yeah yeah oh yeah absolutely and that's kind of why you're like okay i'm sticking with it you know what i'm saying so we'll see i mean i'm sure we'll get on next week or the week after and who knows this team's either going to be like two games out and like in this thing or like back 
I mean, they got Oakland for three, and then you got Toronto and, and St. Louis. So this is the time now to get back into it. So we'll see. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be really interesting to see what happens. And this is what happens when you're in the AL Central. Yeah. Back to that original comment, right? The the juggernaut that is the AL Central because the White Sox are fucking pretty bad. I'm not gonna lie. They're not they're not even a mid team. They are not a mid team. They're eleven I, games under. Which I heard earlier, right? They're eleven oh yeah. Are, are they gotta be down to like nine now, right? I thought it was like the Sox, they're eleven yeah. under. Is it eleven under now? I'm, Isn't I'm, it? Uh yeah, it is eleven yeah. under. You are correct. Yeah. Thirty six and forty seven. We sit here on the night of June twenty ninth. And yeah, somehow they're still in it. So it's going to be great. Um, a couple questions from uh, from the chat here. Um, the first one here is for me, Carrie. When is the next insurrection? Um, I'll have to get back to you on that one, Mike Praz. But thank you for joining us. I love chat. Praz. He's he's one of the best Cub fans on on Twitter. Oh yeah, and he definitely. knows his shit too. I, oh yeah, he's a good dude. Yeah. Um, and uh, the second question is for both of us, Carrie, and I'll let you answer first. What's more likely, Jordan Miller having sex again or the White Sox winning another World Series? I think the White Sox winning the World Series. <laughs> I'm pretty fucking sure. You know, He's probably having sex with his futon right now as I, we speak. I was going to say, Adam commented in here, futons, futons do don't count. count. Yeah. So it's freaking brilliant. Um, yeah, I'm going to still go with Jordan having sex. Um it may be on the futon, though. I would definitely bet on it being the futon. Question should have been: Is Jordan going to have another threesome? Oh. <laughs> on that note, this is the Believe in the South Side show. Thank you very much uh, for tuning in. Uh, we love you guys for tuning in and and giving us comments and keeping us going uh, live with the conversation. Uh, for those of you that don't tune into us live, thank you for tuning in on the podcast airwaves too. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're wherever you catch your podcasts. Um, we love you guys, even though this team's terrible, we really, really appreciate you listening and tuning in and Carrie, you're getting married, man. Congratulations. Thank you. And I'll see you Monday. And, uh, I hope you are heavily drunk cause I will be so indeed, sir. Lahayim. Lahayim. And, uh, have a good night, everybody. Peace out. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.